Hey guys, welcome to another Property Guys podcast. I am Glenn. I'm Frederick. We're the Property Guys. We're glad to see you or have us. You have, have, be, but, but yeah, you I don't know. know. I mean. Be it's, with us today. It's good that you're with us today. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's get the sponsors out of the way right away. Yes. We'd like to thank. But I'm uh, going to throw this out. This is from Hot the Mortgage. Podcast another day. I hate it. It's out of here. It's gone. <laughs> you're out of here. But that leads us into um, a topic we are talking about, you know, where you can yeah. strike people out. Summer's coming up right around the corner of San Diego. But let's get through these. Uh, I can't think right now. Sponsorships? Sponsorships right now. <laughs> it might yeah. be, you know, it might be Uncle Joe Rogan's. Uncle Joe Rogan's apple, getting to me. Apple oh juice. Goodness. Really? Uncle, Uncle Joe, no, you always send us the him. best apple juice. It is the best apple juice. But as, mm. it's going right on point now. Mm-hmm. And then we have Sierra Gallegos with Open Escrow right here in Mission Valley. Yep. And Alexi Hutchins with First American Title. Yep. Those are our sponsors. And then Hot Mortgage with Darren and uh, Ryan yeah. taking care of all they're your lending needs. Although they okay. get it, they get two. They're it's, okay. it's Ryan and Darren, so they get two they're mentions. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so we're excited because sports are back. Right? So sports kind of transitioned in. We had this half-ass year last year, except for football, which is pretty good. Right. But sports are back where people can go watch. Yes, I'm and really excited. That's exciting. About that. It's really exciting. Um, and here in San Diego, um, we only have the Padres now, yeah, we, <laughs> as far as a professional team. Yes, um, and we'll get into some other stuff. College but sports. Good news, Padres are awesome. Got a the, great team. They are good. They yeah, are they're good. good. They're doing yeah, good. We're not going to. We're not going to tell you guys the date today. But all we're going to tell you is they're in the playoffs. No, I'm just kidding. They're not in the playoffs <laughs> yet. <laughs> hey, well, when they make it to the playoffs, we can cut back to this day right now. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a good, like I predicted it, right? Yep. Yeah. So the Padres. Let's talk Padres. What have they done different under this ownership that they hadn't done in the past? Because I think that's they're, really think the key to their success. They're making moves. Yeah. So Tatis is a rock star. Yeah. They locked him up. Just yeah. They just went ahead and... Like we were saying it from the beginning, the kid's young. Mm-hmm. Don't let him get to the open market. Yep. He's someone the Yankees or Red Sox or LA is going to give him ridiculous amounts of money. Totally, because he's just like kids phenomenal. Yeah, they locked him up, so I really appreciate that. Ten year ten year contract. Oh, it was like I think it was one of the biggest ones, right? It was, yeah. Um, and they're just locking up. They locked up Machado, Tatis, and they went out and they got some arms too. Yep, which was good. They got Snell. Yep. Um, and they got I uh, can't think of the other two there's another two big arms they got I can't think of it right now I know you can write into the show though and let us know <laughs> it'll, pro- it'll come to me in a second <laughs> you know what it reminds me of is back in the uh, 90s when the Cleveland Indians were really good they were good for like seven years you might remember this although you're probably very young they did the same thing they yeah, signed Stormy loves yeah baseball yeah they signed like Five guys, long term, and everybody thought they were crazy. But they built a nucleus, and I think it was like Albert Bell, uh, Jose uh, Viscano. Can't remember the rest of the guys there, but anyway, oh, oh, Sandy Alomar Jr., the okay. catcher. Anyway, long story short, they had a good team for like seven years, and they made the playoffs almost every year. So hopefully, that's what's happening here in San Diego because we are tired of losers in San Diego. Well, last year they had a really good season. They made the playoffs. You know, they Got ran swept. into. They ran it well. The Dodgers are that team's like super loaded. I know. So what are you gonna do? Cry. Yeah, cry. <laughs> We're gonna have like the second. We'll have like one of the best teams ever. We'll lose to the Dodgers. Yeah, it could be. 
But here's what's going on in San Diego sports, though. Um, so in San Diego, because we have one professional sports team, our college team here is a very important part of our community. Um, maybe more important than any other city in California, except for maybe Los Angeles with USC and UCLA. But very important to the city. San Diego State Aztecs. Um, they're building a new stadium at the old Qualcomm, where Mr. Spanos didn't want to build. He wanted to go downtown, and he flew the coop to Los Angeles. And now you're stuck, buddy, in L.A. Good luck getting fans next year. Good luck. Anyway, talk about the new stadium. We went and did a tour, and we are uh, yeah, so le- we're legacy ticket holders at yeah. this point. We are, yes. So we love San Diego State sports. Mm-hmm. We've been going to the basketball um Games. games. I don't know what it is with me today. I'm going to finish all this. I'm just, I'm just not there right now. I'm going to finish okay. all his sentences. Yeah. Now, to be fair, he did have uh, – he was on the bong last night for a little while. But anyway, that's a joke, guys. <laughs> Total joke. Right. I only But it is dummies. legal in California. You I could do that. Dummies. If you want to stay up all night hitting your bong, good for you, that's man. That's really bad for your lungs. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> Eat gummies. Don't do it. <laughs> No, we are legacy ticket holders. Yes, we are. We love to support uh, our local Aztecs. Mm-hmm. And so I, we got corporate tickets to the new stadium. Yep. Uh, it was, we actually got really lucky, I think, because um, before the lockdown in the C word, actually put in a deposit to get tickets. Yeah, for this year. Yeah. For, yeah. And then everything got delayed, obviously, because mm-hmm. of the C word. Um, but they're like, hey, would you like your money back? We can't keep, we can't hold it. I'm like, no, just keep it. Yeah. And then just by them be, just by me letting them keep it and everyone else leaving, we got pushed right up the ladder. Yep. We're on the list. So then mm-hmm. we were like some of the first people to go in there and get like corporate seats. Yep. It was, that was the best decision ever made in my life because our tickets are freaking rock star tickets. They're, They're awesome. Pretty legit. They're so really legit. For you that don't know San Diego. Qualcomm Stadium was in the middle of Mission Valley, which is kind of the center of the city, really, in a weird way. It's not the center of downtown, but it is the center of the city when you go north to south. Yeah. And east to west, really, for that matter. So it was a, it was a good location. However, the stadium itself was a piece of crap. I'm Horrible. Not, I'm not going to pull any punches. It was built in the 60s. It has nothing to do with when it was built. It has to do with the fact that it was not maintained well. It fell apart. It was antiquated. It was, it was costing, I think it was something like $25 million a year just to maintain it. The city had to maintain it. And so the decision was made that it needed to go. So we've been watching it go down for the last year. Very interesting. I uh, wanted them to explode it. So did I. But they didn't. They didn't do that. They took it down little by little. It was like a little tiny jackhammer. Yeah, right. Lame. Yeah. I want to see this thing yeah. implode. Yeah. So they're building the new stadium for San Diego State Aztecs there. And they've actually broken ground on one side of the lot. They're actually starting to build that stadium. And on the other side of the lot, they're still getting rid of the old stadium. It's pretty cool how they're doing it. And this stadium is going to have approximately, I think, 35,000 seats, right? Yep. It, with room to expand, right. obviously. To for 52, I believe they said We get is. another NFL team here. Yeah. Or a bowl game, et cetera. Yep, or bowl games. Um, but it's going to be made in a way where it is going to be the destination for concerts, events, obviously football. Um, they're talking about bringing an MLS team in here. And the biggest news, I think, that we heard was that they're really making a big push to try to get into the Big 12. Yes. Which would this be, will be monstrous. 
There's going to um, be uh, what a research facility on the grounds. Yes, and that's going to help them yeah. transfer into the Big Twelve. Yeah. So the thought is that Big time. well, the Pac-12 may not care because they have Southern California. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in Pac-12. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It is a Big Twelve. The Pac-12 doesn't care. Oh, it is the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. No, no that's my what bad. you're saying. So the, the point is, is that the Pac-12 doesn't care. Pac-12 already has Southern California with USC, UCLA, you know. Um, and then up north, they have Stanford and they have Cal, all that. So California is covered. However, the Big 12 really wants to get into this market. So you've got Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa, Iowa State. Yep. I can't Baylor. remember the rest of it. Indiana. I, anyway, Minnesota. No, I Minnesota's think, in Big 10. But anyway. Yeah, they're Big 10. But the Big 12 is a you know, big time pro, uh, program of schools. And uh, San Diego State would come in with, I think they said BYU. Is that the other school? Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. Anyway, the point is, is that it, they would love to get part of this market from a television standpoint. So if the Big 12 comes in here, that means that all of a sudden, instead of, you know, Fresno State coming in for a game into the stadium, it's going to be Texas or Oklahoma, somebody like that. So it's very exciting for us as legacy. I love saying the word legacy. Legacy <laughs> ticket holders. Legacy. That means we're the beginning of something great. So we're really excited about it. We have these things called pier seats, which are... I don't even bore you with it all, but they're pretty cool. They literally <laughs> sit up on a pier over the stadium. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. So Mission Valley, let's talk about uh, Mission Valley itself. So again, I told you it's in the middle of San Diego. How is it being transformed now from a real estate standpoint? Let's bring it so, back around. Back to real estate. Mm -hmm. There's so much new construction going on in Mission Valley right now. So, and that's all feeding into this in, to the stadium. So it's just going to be this nucleus, and I think it's really going to attract a lot of people away from downtown into Mission Valley. I think so, too. Uh, Mission Valley already has a pretty big draw, but once you once the stadium gets done and all the new construction that's going on in there, yeah. and then, you know, it's going to be mixed-use buildings with restaurants and things to do. Right. It's really going to – and you're right in the middle of the city like you talked about. Yep. It's going to be an epic center, new re revitalized center of the city for I think people so. to enjoy. Yeah, I think so, too. With um, parks and everything. Yeah. We've got, you know, San Diego is interesting because you have the, the downtown areas like this, and then you have kind of the outskirts of downtown, which are like Hillcrest, Mission Hills, Bankers, all those areas, Balboa Park. But they've been there for 100 years, you know, and this is a new part of the city. So it's going to be interesting to see how it's developed. Yeah. Because it's going to be all new housing, all new buildings, the new all stadium, new, new parks, restaurants, exactly. And so it's going to be interesting to see it progress. And then on top of that, on the other side of the five, they have the Midway Corridor, which is where the sports arena is. And that's all going to get redone. The, yeah. We had a bond measure that got voted and thumbs up, and it's going to all get redeveloped. So we're going to have a lot of development going on in the next 10 years. That's good. Sports, uh, entertainment, uh, walkable areas, which is something that's important. Outdoor areas with everything going on is important. So, yeah, Mission Valley is uh, a good spot to invest in right now. And uh, hopefully we hear back on our Savita offer. Yeah. Susie, hopefully, what hopefully the F do. is going on? Why are we waiting we three days back. on an offer that we bid, what, $45,000 over on? I don't understand, but right. whatever. We should have wrote 55000 over. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so summer's coming to San Diego. Yeah, summer is coming right around the corner for us. That's right. So what are some of the great things or things you love about San Diego or love to do in the summertime in San Diego? Yeah. Well, can I, can I start with, with one other thing? Sure. I'd like to yeah. start off with mix, misconceptions about summer in San Diego. Oh, okay. 
because people travel from all over the world to San Diego. Um, San Diego is rated one of the top three destinations in the country overall as a tourist destination. Miami, Honolulu, San Diego. Those are the three biggest, actually. And primarily, they all have good weather in common. And one of the misconceptions that people have about San Diego, where they come from another part of the country, or they come from Canada, or they come from another country, whatever, is that it's going to be hot or warm because it's tropical. It's, it's, it's nice. But I got news for you guys. You come in June, it might be 60 degrees here yeah. and cloudy. Um, the water temp's going to be like 65. It's cold. I actually get a kick out of watching people from out of town. I'll go down to the beach and I watch them literally. They're so excited and then they run into the water and they have this look on their face like, oh my God, this is cold. It's and then they cold. run right back out. And they're startled because they're expecting a Hawaii experience or a Miami experience in the water. And it's just not that way, folks. Yeah. Our water's pretty cold till mid-July. And then it'll get close to 70. And then once in a while, August, September, we'll get over 70. But generally speaking, we're yeah. somewhere, you know, in the winter between 52. and the summer, we're around 68 to 70. So I'll tell you what, though. The years when it gets above 70 in August... I can live in that ocean all day long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there, and <laughs> you've been with me. There's been times where we do a workout, yep. we'll take a bath in the ocean, yep. like just by jumping in the ocean and getting refreshed, That's a bath. dry off, put your work clothes on, and you're not showing properties. That's the San Diego life experience right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. So, um, so, yeah. So, things they yes. do in San Diego in the summer. It yes. can get gloomy, yeah. but it's May gray. And May, May, gray. May is gray. June gloom. But June. Here's June gloom gets a bad rap because <laughs> it's just kind of overcast during the morning, which That's is true. fine. And That's then true. it burns off at noon. And then by like one or two, right. it's like a beautiful 70 degree. Day That's out. true. At the beach. And here's the other thing that's cool. At the beach, it could be 72. Inland in June, it could be 100. So the variance, like 10, 12 miles out can be monstrous. So the coast is beautiful during the summer. No question. And I'll go out to guess if you're coming here at a vacation in June. Yeah. Probably not getting up that much before noon anyways. <laughs> Good point. So yeah, so let's talk about so okay, so I'll start with one. Um my wife and I, my kids, we live in Point Loma, but we still like to go down on a Friday or even a weekend. We'll go down to Coronado. We'll cruise around with the kids, we'll uh, sometimes bring the dog with us, and then we'll act like tourists. We'll go to the terrace by the Hotel Dell. We'll get drinks, we'll listen to music, and we just blend in with the tourists, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun to feel like you're on vacation in your own city. Um, so that's definitely something we like doing. How about you? That's a good one, because we like to do that a lot, too. And Coronado is kind of our main beach uh, from Benita. Mm -hmm. It's an easy drive over to Coronado when we don't feel like going down to IB. Sure. Um, but Coronado is kind of our main spot, and it's super easy just to go. You're on the beach. Um, you can go from the beach, you can walk on orange and you get ice cream with the kids, yeah. you can go shopping. So, okay. I was just rebuilding that one. Rebuilding? Yes. There's my daughter calling me right now. Oh, yeah. She got an iPhone. That's an iPhone is right yeah. there. So or an iWatch. iWatch. She was calling yeah. me. She's probably wondering where I am. Apple Watch. So, Sorry. Sorry. Apple. One thing we like to do <laughs> is the zoo. Get your zoo pass. Yep. Get your annual zoo pass. It allows you to go to Safari Park as well. Mm -hmm. So you go up there and you can go... You don't have to say like, oh, I got this zoo pass, so we have to spend eight hours at the zoo to get my money's worth. Right. You can just go for a couple hours. Yep. And when you feel like leaving, leave. And then if you want to go back, go back. Yep. And so yeah, it yeah. frees you to do that all year round. And then 
if you want to combo it with SeaWorld, definitely do the SeaWorld. What we've been doing is we'll trade it on and off. We'll do one year with the zoo, yeah. one year with SeaWorld. We've one year with the we've zoo, one year too, with SeaWorld. Yeah. Um, it's just great. It's just the best thing you can do out here. One of the things I like at the zoo, too, is we'll do is in the summer, it's open until I think 9, I want to say, something like that. Yeah. Whatever. It's kind of late. Night zoo. Night zoo is fun. And we'll go at 7.30, like he, like gun soccer. We'll go at 7.30, and all, we're, all we literally do is walk in, and we take, the, we take the gondola and watch the sunset from the gondola to the other side of the park, and then we walk back. And that's it. And we look at animals, nighttime zoo, and then we get in our car and go. Yep. Like, like literally, that's all you have to do. And then the lion is usually uh, pretty mobile at nighttime too, which yes. is cool because yeah. those guys, lions sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. We go to the zoo all these different times. I want to see this lion like walking around because he's like a lion, king of the jungle, mm-hmm. sleeping all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time I did see him walking around once and it was during the uh, <laughs> late afternoon. Yeah. That's when they eat apparently. So one of the coolest things in San Diego like many cities, but I'm going to describe to you why San Diego is different, is the 4th of July. 4th of July in San Diego is absolutely spectacular. Not only from a weather standpoint, but if you're anywhere kind of near the downtown metro area, I'm going to name all the fireworks shows you can see. It's just stupid. you got Coronado, <laughs> downtown, which is the Big Bay. you got PB. you got Ocean Beach. you got SeaWorld. You've got uh, Mission Beach, La Jolla. I'm trying to think what else you can see from there. Can you see Del Mar? Yeah. You, nah, I don't know. That, for sure, seven. For sure, seven. And sometimes maybe more. I might be missing one here. But imagine you can literally sit anywhere on the beach area, kind of metro areas, downtown San Diego. You can literally see seven different fireworks displays off on the horizon on 4th of July. It's spectacular. I, I don't know another city that has that, to be honest with you. I've been to New York City for fireworks, 4th of July. They're amazing. Yep. They're absolutely spectacular. There's no question. But it's one fireworks show. And then, actually, that's not true. I think, um, what's that uh, town across uh, in New Jersey? They have one, too. Um, Hoboken? Hoboken, yes, they have one, too. But anyway, here nor there. But there's not seven fireworks shows. So the cool part is you can start at 830 and it, it'll go till 1030 because you've got so many different fireworks going all over the city. Really neat. Um, and if you're lucky enough to uh, get out on a boat or you own a boat, that's amazing. You get offshore and just watch them all from offshore. Then you can see like 10 fireworks. Shows. It's just dumb. So definitely one of my favorite nights of the year. Um, the one local tip I will tell you is go somewhere and stay during the yeah. day. So get, get somewhere at noon, 2 o'clock at the latest, no matter where you're going to go. Just stay. Do not try to go home. Do not try to go back to your hotel. You're locked up till 10 to midnight um, because the traffic coming away from the areas you're going to go watch fireworks are uh, just – there's no way out. That's all I'm going to say. So just enjoy it, but make an entire night of it because that's the best way to do it. Right. Or go on bikes. Don't drive, you know. So what do you got? I remember going to the beach for 4th of July and just seeing the guys paddle out on their surfboards. Mm. And they just sit there on their surfboards during the fireworks show, mm-hmm. just chilling, you know? And I'm just like, how can this is so San Diego right now? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't get any more San Diego than this. Absolutely. So that's like, a, that's a really good one. And on 4th of July, you know, I will add on this year for 4th of July, I will be out of state. Mm. I'm going to be in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, meeting. Iowa. My brand new little baby cousin, Lucian. Lucian. 
So we're going to cool. do a Duye family tradition of letting off a shit ton of fireworks <laughs> in our front yard. <laughs> I love that. I and love that. You can do that when you're surrounded by no one yeah. but a bunch of land and blue sky. That's true. So that will be fun too. Yeah. You do so, that. You do that here. You get I guess it. I just plugged the Cordelina out of the blue. I know, right? Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely be starting to talk a little bit more about that. Um, we're talking about putting a new show together called um, Fresh Start. Because we've noticed that for different reasons, there's a lot of people in Southern California that whether it's family, it's work, they feel like they need to cash out of the market, whatever. Um, but they've made the decision to kind of move to other areas. And so I think that's a story that uh, we're hearing over and over and we think we want to do a show about it. So look forward to a show called Fresh Start about yes. people moving to places like Coraline, Idaho or Billings, Montana or St. George, Utah or... Wherever. Moab. Moab. Anywhere except California. Live in a yurt. Live in a yurt. Then all your dreams come true in a yurt. Yeah, they sure do. Every night you dream, you'll see uh, mud, actually. Yeah, an earthen <laughs> home an earth, with earthen no home. running water. No running water at all. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, though, you know? That's well, you know what? I, if I could live in an earthen home at the beach, I'd be happy because then I'd have the water right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think my wife would be happy at all. Not at all. Hey, these are the sacrifices. Not even sacrifices. These are the adjustments as adventurous men we make because we have families. Because we understand that they need stability. Right. And clearly living in a yurt um, does not offer stability. Yeah, guys are like wild animals. <laughs> and we let women domesticate us is Pretty, what you're saying. That's actually very good. I like that. Yeah, we're okay. wild animals that have been domesticated. That's actually perfect. Yeah, I feel that way sometimes. Yeah, right? Let's go eat some red meat. Okay, so I guess uh, <laughs> we're out of time. So let's go eat red meat. Um, I'm Frederick. I'm Glenn. We're the Property Guys. And I guess next time we'll catch you again for a podcast. And in the meantime, stay peaceful. Think positive. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.